Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording. And welcome to the Marvel Men podcast, where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the MCU 24 7, 365. I'm your host, Alex DiCarlo, joined by my co host, Tommy DeVito. Hello. And of course, Mr. Zach Benicillo. Hey, yo. And you're probably wondering where we are right now. Um, as you can see, after what we after we acquired some uh, some pim some pim particles from uh, from pim tech back in 2015, we ended up uh, time traveling all the way to to May 6th of 2016. And yeah. look where we are right levels now. Levels is not what's causing the interference. Yeah, yeah. probably wondering what happened last time. Uh, our trans our transmission got cut off due to uh, yeah due to. I don't know what's been happening recently. Yeah, I got but... some. I got some weird coded message from some guy named He Who Remains. Don't know Wait. what that's about. Really? Don't know what that's about. I I don't know. Saying saying to um I don't know stop messing with time or we'll send the TVA. I don't know. What's the? No, I don't know. Oh God. Oh boy. Anyways. I guess I guess Stark was right. If you mess with time, it tends to mess back. So yeah. Yep. So yeah. Oh, uh, like blue guy or something. I've been gone. Keep getting yeah, some pictures. Blue of. Guy. I don't know what this is. But anyways, uh, if you're probably wondering where we are right now, we are about to embark on phase three of the MCU retrospective, being of course our Infinity Saga retrospective. In case if you don't know, uh, Tommy, uh, can you give us a rundown of what we've been doing for the past two episodes? Basically, we have been literally time traveling through the quantum realm back to the Infinity Saga, uh, to the premieres of all these MC movies, and talking about them. Essentially, we've been time traveling. We've had some interference. Apparently, something with some like blue guy or being warned if we don't, we're just that we're gonna break something and some blue guy is gonna show up. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think Thanos is purple. Yeah, that makes sense. But anyways, so, uh, it today is we're doing part three of four. This four part retrospective because because this is part the Infinity. Sorry, Phase three, Phase three, part one. Because Phase three has eleven movies. Oh yeah, and we, we basically don't have the, the, the amount of time to uh, cover in a. Basically, we don't have the amount of time to cover every single movie in in, in this amount of episode today. So, so we yeah, need to we're, separated we're, in two parts. Yeah. <laughs> so, if anything, uh, we're just gonna hop right into it with the uh, with the first movie of Phase Three, that being, of course, Captain, Captain America's Cold War, released yeah. on May 6, twenty sixteen, which is currently where we are right now. And yeah, apparently, uh, yeah, we're at some airport. Yeah, so we're actually a mess. Something alive. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a total mess if you think about it. I, mean, I wonder what caused it. No idea. Yeah, but anyways, uh, let's jump right in, shall we? Where do we begin with this movie? Yeah, like, what, like one... when do we begin with all this? Uh, so of course we all know Captain America: Civil War picks up where Avengers: Age of Ultron leaves off, and I will say this really sets up. Uh, the stages of what's to come in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so in terms of Thunderbolt Ross saying all the governments of the world have been petitioning that the Avengers need to be put in check to sign the Sokovia Accords, with Sokovia being the straw that broke the camel's back. Oh, that. yeah. 
And that causes a divide. And since where Stark is feeling guilty about Sokovia, what happened with Ultron, so he says, we should sign. Steve Rogers is like, no, we shouldn't. And then we're broken up into teams. Also, the, I forgot to mention the beginning of them fighting on a mission and to fight Crossbones. Oh, yes. With Frank Grillo uh, making a return. Um, and, and, of course, plot twist. Get ready for this. Bucky is still alive. Yes, well, we get that courtesy of Captain America the Winter Soldier. Well, we but... knew this already. I'm just... Yeah. But with uh but with Steve finding out after given the fact that he's still out and about, who knows what's gonna happen with this one. Mm-hmm. But but what really happened in Civil War was where uh, was where Scarlet Witch really took it one step further. Yeah, so as to defeat Crossbones and his bioweapon, she contains him but like throws him into the side of a building, which causes an explosion and people getting mm-hmm. hurt. Lagos, so Nigeria. Yes, in Nigeria, which was interesting enough, meant to be remnants of what this movie was originally going to be if they didn't get Robert Downey Jr. to join the project. Because originally it was going to be Serpent Society, we we're going to get crossbones, this bioweapon stuff. And then Robert Downey Jr. joined, and then they made it, okay, you know what, we'll make it Civil War. This is so Yeah. Weird. That makes and sense. I was like, wait. Then, then there's an wait. attack on the UN, which ends up killing. Mm-hmm. King to to Chaka, yeah, Chaka played by John Connie, yeah. and of course we get to meet his son T'Challa, Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther. This is making his MCU played by the late Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace, man. Yep. Rest his soul. Rest where we come from, but of course we also get the our first official look at Daniel Brohl playing the role of Helmet Zemo. Yes. As he is the mastermind behind, as he frames Bucky for the attack, as the Sokovia Accords was sort of like, I guess, what's I'm looking for, like the beginning of the conflict, but then Bucky, everything happened with Bucky escalated. They get to an airport fight. We get the, also get the debut in this movie of Peter Parker, aka Spider Man. Well, the official yeah. debut, even though like yeah. Iron Man 2 with a kid. Yes, yeah. that was Peter Parker. Yes, yeah, so we get the official debut played by Tom Holland. And we also get our first look at Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Underoos! Yep, yep. underoos. Especially, yeah, I, I loved how Tony Stark uh, introduced Spider-Man when he said, underoos! Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of wish they didn't spoil it in the trailer. Because like he says, all right, I run, I run out of patience. Underoos! Then we see the web and it was like, oh my god. But like, I was like, like, oh my god, that's Spider-Man! I know, because like, like, I like what they do with the lenses. The first live-action Spider-Man to have blinking lenses on the mask. So like we could see his facial expressions a little better, but I don't know. Which is like I wish they didn't spoil it in the trailer because yeah. Yeah, like, I, it felt like they did it only to get the thing. Oh, we're Spider Man's in this movie. People are gonna go see it. Like people are gonna see it. Period. Jesus. It's Cap. Yeah. It's MCU. It's Captain America. You got Iron Man in this, so I think people were gonna see it. Period. Yeah. Plus, uh, and plus, uh, we now know uh, who was on the uh, on both sides of of this MCU Civil War, because on Cap's side, we got Bucky, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, which of course we get Jeremy Renner coming back, and of course Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man, played by Paul Rudd, who we will see very soon, come February 2023. Yes. Yes, especially given also, which we didn't even mention with part two, we should have, Falcon and 
Scott and Ant-Man's like little interaction encounter ends up being paid off here in the sense where he's the one like, yeah, I know a guy. Yep. And then Team Iron Man consists of obviously Iron Man, War Machine, Black Widow, Black Panther, Spider-Man, and Vision. Oh, yes. Boy, do they rumble at the airport. Oh, oh yeah. Truck. You know, is it just me or I think Civil War could have been like a mini Avengers movie. I think it was like a mini Avengers movie, but that could have been an Avengers movie like as a whole. The reason why I think they didn't call it Avengers Civil War is because you didn't have Thor and Hulk. Oh, right. That's the reason. People have been like, well, this isn't an Avengers movie without Thor and Hulk. Makes sense because Hulk is uh, in Fiji and Thor is back up in Asgard. So People looking for the stones, the Infinity Stones. Mm Mm-hmm. But but uh, what to say? And and also coming about the uh, towards the ending when we find out that well we like knew this, this when Bucky was still brainwashed under Hydra, he was the one responsible <laughs> for killing Tony Stark's parents, Howard and Maria Stark. What to obtain the super soldier serum? Yes, that was a twist, and then Tony found out. Cap knew, and that leads to this big epic fight between the two of them. I'm like, because Cap could have killed Tony right then and there when he was like banging oh, the yeah. shield into his arc reactor. He's like, my father made that shield. You don't deserve it. He just, get, he just tosses it aside. Like Bucky's arm is destroyed. T'Challa ends up confronting Zemo and bringing him in. And then obviously he ends up taking Buck, forgiving Bucky, knowing that, yeah, Bucky didn't kill his father. Mm-hmm. And there and lets Bucky go in like a cryogenic thing until the Wakandans can figure out a way to get the programming out of his mind. Yep. yep. And of course, uh, we also have our first official looks at Martin Freeman as Everett Ross, and also William Hurt and Emily Van Camp reprised their roles from uh, from previous MCU installments. Mm-hmm. Yes, as Thunderbolt Ross and Sharon Carter. Which, by the way, also we can just talk about the weirdness of Steve kissing Sharon. That's yeah, kind of that weird. was. Yeah, that like proved to be in this movie the, as well. Yeah, that proved to be very controversial from the fans. Yeah, I, I know. I just love the Bucky and Sam with the reaction. They're just like, and they're like, yeah, they're not into him. Oh, like, also, I, their banter in the movie was just hilarious. Mm, yeah, yep. No, we're like, you couldn't have done that earlier. I hate you. Also, mm. just the reactions to Spider Man and Ant Man were hilarious. Mm. Like, what is this stuff coming out of you? I don't understand. What the heck? Like, you have a metal right. arm? That is sick, dude. Okay, I don't that know if you've ever been in a fight before. There's really not this much talking. Yeah. Or, you see this really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Jeez, yeah. how old is this kid? Yeah, I mean, he's been watching too many Star Wars movies, I can tell you that well, much. It's because, well, it's because the Star Wars movies, they they pretty much came out on DVD in 2004. Yeah, it makes, like, makes sense. But, uh... I'm just thinking. I feel. I feel like uh, we should. Uh, you know, because I feel. Oh God, here. Oh God, we got trouble. What's what? the trouble? Oh, boy, I. I think we better get out of here fast. Probably should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some massive surges. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Okay. Hey. A little bit of a headache, but other than that, I think yeah, it's fine. Bit. I got the yep, weird thing, feeling we're, we're being still, followed, though. Still, yeah, wait a minute. Is anyone getting? Is anyone else getting this message, or is it just me? I got it too. What's what is this message message? from He Who Remains? I don't know. Hmm. Okay, oh. that's. Could weird. it be? 
probably again. Morse code. I don't even know what. I, I don't even know. Either way, where are we now? Uh, turns out we are oh at November fourth, twenty sixteen, and uh, and I was gonna say, Zach, wasn't there a certain movie that came out in that year? Doctor Strange, comic Oh yes, yes. Oh my god, when they announced this movie, I was so excited. Like Doctor Strange was one of my favorite Marvel characters in the comics, so it's one of the things where it's like when they announced the movie, I'm like, yes. And of course, played by the one and only Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. And, and of course, we got. got- Scott Derrickson directing the film, which was, which was good. And, and we also had the mm-hmm. controversial casting of Tilda Swinton as the ancient one, because in the comics, the ancient one is an elderly Chinese man. Hmm. So casting a middle-aged white woman definitely, literally offended so many people, because you took out the Asian representation, you took out the you, you gender bent the character. And you change the age. So, hmm. yeah, it was kind of weird. We also got Benedict Wong as Wong. Wong. I freaking love Wong. Yes, yes, Wong. Yes. And of course, you got Rachel McAdams as Dr. Christine Palmer and Chiwetel Ejiofor, who plays Carl Mordo. Also, um, the villain of the movie. Yes, I feel you. That's when we get like our first look. Played by Hannibal Lecter himself, Mads Mikkelsen. Hannibal Lecter is played by Anthony Hopkins. No, no, no. Well, in the Hannibal TV series from 2015. Oh, okay. I was thinking, yes. of Silence. I was thinking of the movies. I'm sorry. I was thinking of like, like Red Dragon and Silence of the Lambs. The movies. Yes, because yes, for those who don't know, uh, before Mickelson joined the MCU, he actually played Hannibal Lecter in the, in the Hannibal Lecter TV series on NBC. Which is actually funny because Anthony Hopkins is Odin in the MCU. So that's kind of funny. So we got two Hannibal Lecters in... Yeah. And what's also funny is, and, and also here's another funny thing. He was originally supposed to be in Thor: The Dark World. Oh, really? As the main villain. Okay, Silius was going to be, or, or was he going to play Malekith? Yeah, he was going to play Malekith. Oh, interesting. Went, yeah, but the role why. went over to uh, Christopher Eccleston. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Was it? Did he like audition, or was it like he was actually confirmed to play the character, but then something happened, like with Emily Blunt playing? Black Widow, something. I don't know, really. Oh, it's a story for another day. Yeah, story for yes, another we got, day. Anyway. We, got the, we found out the location of the Time Stone. Oh, yes. One of being in the, the Eye of Agamotto. Eye of Agamotto. Oh, that's right. We finally mm-hmm. got the location of it. Yeah, and, and looking at the looking at where the where the final battle took place, which is where we are right now. Gotta say, this at least at least it's a lot cleaner. Well, yeah, because they reverse time. Yeah, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Dormammu, Dormammu. Yeah, although what's bargain. also funny is also here's another funny thing. Not only did Benedict Cumberbatch play Doctor Strange in this film, he voiced Dormammu. He also, yeah, yeah, he voiced yeah. Dormammu. That's a pretty uh, that's, crazy thing. Like I've seen so many theories now post Multiverse of Madness that. That a variant of Doctor Strange is going to be Dormammu. I don't think that's going to be the case because the multiverse wasn't split open at this point, so mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't make sense. He just did the voice. That's that's basically it. Mm-hmm. And Dormammu. But, yeah. but what to say about Doctor Strange? That was that was a, it was a really great film uh, when it really came trippy out. Trippy with the mirror dimension. Yeah, and especially the music coming from uh, Michael Cicchino. It's a uh, it it was giving me a. Uh, it was giving me some sort of a Star Trek vibes, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. It also is crazy, especially what we know from What If, is that that mo- that car crash 
from the Doc Strange's end, or Stephen when he's just Stephen Strange, or Doctor Stephen Strange, not before Sorcerer Supreme, is that is a fixed point in the timeline that mm. he needs to become Doctor to become Doctor Strange. Makes sense. Although I I feel like um uh, although I actually just found something very interesting uh, in the year 2017, which is uh which is somewhere in May. You think we should uh, yep. check it out? We'll check something out in May. I don't see why not. Let's try it out. Right? Ready? Yeah. And... Whoa. I had a headache. Okay. Because traveling through space feel... and time at the same time is weird. Yeah. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Okay, we're legit. Okay, we're standing. I don't even know where the hell we are right now. We're. Yeah, I don't know where we are. Somewhere in the sovereign. Like planet. Must be. Something like that. And Zach, do you, do you know uh trying to figure uh, have we actually landed in the right date? We have May 5th, 2017. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh yes. It, yeah. It's official, folks. We have returned to our ragtag band of of misfits from outer space. Yes, we haven't seen them since 2014. Yes. Damn. But yeah, they they're back doing their stuff. They we they start off on a mission, and then like, that's what we're looking for with the sovereign, which we, and the high priestess Hyatia, Rocket steals their batteries, which pisses them off. Yeah, that that's really that really which is it's something where it's mentioned a lot in the movie, but it's not resolved because that's going to be Volume Three's problem with a certain Mister mm-hmm. T. Let's just tease the end credits when we talk about it, Mister Adam Warlock. I think who, who is going to be played by Will Poulter? Yes, I'm excited for that. I'm honestly excited. Like, especially like I saw like the design for the Funko Pop, and it looks so good. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't really I am... collect Funko Pops that much. Like, I'm not a big Funko Pop guy, but oh gosh, no one of my friends is mad. He's probably mad as hell. She has like a whole wall of Funko yeah. Pops. Oh god, no. I'm sorry, Giada. Oof, yeah. And what's even interesting is that uh, we have our debuts of Elizabeth Debicki as the High Priestess Aisha. We also have Sylvester Stallone, Rocky Balboa himself, debuting as the car. We even have, of course, Seth Green coming back to voice Howard the Duck, who, of course, appeared in the in the post credit scene of the first movie. A cameo in this, and we also got the debut of Kurt Russell as Ego, the Living Planet. Ooh! This but, dives into what was set up with how he was able to hold the Power Stone without dying. And also, we have our, and we also have the debut of. Tom Clementiev as Mantis. Yes, who we now know is Star-Lord's sister. Honestly, I'm surprised that wasn't a theory going around since that movie came out. Yeah, and, now and I when think about it, goes, now that we know this, now that we know that their brother, Quill and Mantis are brother and sister, it makes me realize it was right in front of our faces the whole time. I know, right? It was right in front and of us. How, how did nobody guess that? I know, right? And, and I was surprised by that move uh, when we did our review for the mm-hmm. holiday special, but but for yes. Guardians, but for Guardians too, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, Nebula returns as well. Yeah, we I was redemption sh- arc. Realize, yeah, okay, I was actually shocked by the uh, by the fact that when when Ego caused the death of Peter's mother, Meredith. Oh my god, I was so shocked when he goes as soon as he was revealing like, his plan. I'm like, okay, this is a. Okay, I'm like, and I'm like, where is he going with this? And then as soon as he said, it broke my heart to put that tumor in her head. I go, what? <gasps> what? And like, and let's say, and then I just like how Quill immediately had had the same reaction as the honest. He's like, what? 
and pff, gonna kill my mom or squish my Walkman. I'm like, dude, we have iPods. Uh, yeah. Um, there's also this other thing called uh, iPhones. I don't think they're allowed to mention Apple products without paying royalties to Apple. So that's why at the end he gets a Zune. It's like a lesser known iPod, but he does get an iPod. Of sorts. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, but, uh, that, there's the whole climax battle, and we see Groot as a baby because yeah. of the way he's regenerated. Baby Groot, cutie. so cute. Very the cutie of Disney until Grogu came along. Oh baby. yeah. It took it that way, but yeah. Also, just the scene with like yeah, Michael Rooker returns as Yondu, which I absolutely loved. We find out more about like why he didn't give Quill to Ego, and it wasn't just more oh because he thought he could use him, it's because he was to protect him. Because we learned that even though learned that Yondu was more of a father to Quill than Ego would ever be. Yeah, and and the thing is that I was it was, it was very sad to see, uh, how Yondu uh, sacrificed himself to save uh. Save Star Lord. Before that, the present. I just want to mention also the scene when he got the fin. Oh yeah, Groot, Rocket and and Yondu were and locked Cracklin, up. Yeah, and especially the, with uh, with how many jumps that they were going through, it was like no, 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 not not just that. I just mean when Groot is getting all like the stuff that he thinks is the fin. Like we told you, it was this big, and it's <laughs> he has a whole desk. Okay, okay, that's Vorker's eye. He put takes out when he goes to sleep. No, wait, leave it here. Why? Because he's gonna wake up. He's not gonna know where it is. I'm wondering about that eye is going to be a setup for later, isn't it? Uh, oh, yes. There's this one with, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, yeah, oh, I, oh I love that part. The song playing in the background was, Ain't no mountain high enough. I love that song. Oh, yeah. Mar- Marvin Gaye. That's like, I'd say, the biggest, like... 1900 song one of the most popular 1900 songs among yeah cr- yeah gotta give credit to james gunn uh, he know he knows how to how to use the music for the film so yes. but yeah yondu he sadly sacrificed himself which points out interesting stuff that the color of the logo for guardians of the galaxy volume 2 was blue and yondu was blue when he died the, the yeah. color of the first guardians of the galaxy logo was brown and Groot died and Groot was brown yeah. that makes us wonder for the third one the colors seem like Drax rot and ro- Rocket may be biting the dust. Maybe even potentially yeah, Star Wars. The news that Chris Pratt is going to join DC with now that James Gunn is at the helm. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, oh crap, guys! It's the Sovereign. Run, run, Adam! <laughs> now, now you're just making it sad. Ooh. <sighs> Speaking of which, I've been getting some dizziness for a while, but same. Yeah. Seeing flashes of some blue dude. Although, wait a second, some dude with a head. Did you say blue dude? Yes, wait, you... wait, yes. Wait, 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 this ain't wait blue dude. Wait, this ain't the blue man group. <laughs> no. no, but I saw this guy with a giant head. You think that What's was the... weird? Why did I see a guy with a head? I'm getting pit- I'm getting What's... selfies of this dude with a head. I don't know what okay, is it. That was... that was definitely weird, but well, we're huh. further on. Well, now we're in November. Actually, wait a second. Uh, November 3rd, got... 2017. Actually, wait a second. We've actually yeah. taken a little bit of a detour. We've actually taken a little bit of a detour because if you think right. about it, we're actually back in New York. It's it's July 7th, 2017. And and hey, look and hey, look at that over there. Mm. It's our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. It's right. 
Sorry, wrong wrong year. I thought we were in November. My my time thing got scrambled. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because it, it got so the yeah. date, it took me to the right date. It just scrambled what when I was. But hey, yeah. it's a friendly neighborhood, Spider Man. Finally, it was now. This was quite interesting, given that this came out because he debuted in 2016 Civil War, and that's when the Amazing Spider Man three was supposed to come out. Oh yeah, and thankfully, uh, due to the uh, due to the agreement from Sony Pictures and Marvel Studios. We're now actually in the timeline for Spider-Man Homecoming. Which also went right off the bat. They got they even admitted they got the in the movie when they said they showed 2012 for the remnants of the set for Vulture, played by Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tombs of the fact that he was like screwed over by like Department of Damage Control, I think. When it comes to the Shachari tech, they keep it, which caused him to become the vulture. But also, it says eight years later. That means 2020. They even openly said, yeah, that was a mistake on our part. Yet, yeah, I think it was they still to haven't like... fixed that. Like, yeah. they didn't go back and edit the movie for when it released for on, on like, streaming and digital and stuff. Like, you didn't think to, like, go back and fix that? Like, it, I think to this day, it hasn't been fixed. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, shouldn't it be, like, four or five years later? Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, five years because 2012 this movie takes us in 2017 so we get this basically Spider-Man going to his homecoming dance like Ned finds out played by Jacob Adelon which interesting enough no Hobgoblin but maybe later yeah maybe later but we also have our debuts of of course Tom Holland playing Spider-Man Jacob Batalone as Ned Leeds we got Zendaya as we Michelle or as we now know Michelle Jones NJ we also have Laura Harrier playing Liz, Peter's love interest in the first Liz film. Tombs. And of course, like you, of course, from what Tommy said, we have Michael Keaton playing the Vulture. And we that got, was a big snag. That was a good one. We got Bo Keen Woodbine playing the Shaka. Yes. Now you're the Shaka. Yeah. We got we got Donald Glover playing Aaron Davis, aka the Prowler. Even though he isn't the Prowler in this movie, we we, we he's there and we get a reference to Miles. Yep. Yeah. And we and of course. Since it is the MCU, since it's Spider-Man's first outing, who it would make sense to have his mentor be in the film. Yes, Robert Downey Jr. has returned for Spider-Man Homecoming as Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man. Yes, I love that whole thing. Especially, like, like you, if, you, if you cared enough, then you'd be here. And he actually was in the suit. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, and of course... uh. You got John Favreau and Gwyneth Paltrow reprising their roles. Yeah. And... Oh my god! Especially how Gwyneth Paltrow didn't even know she was in this movie. Yeah. Like, she and thought also, that this was for Avengers. Yeah, agreed. And also, end. hey guys, uh, you, hey, look at that. Look at uh, look at Avengers Tower. Changing. Hmm. That's a new. That's a new design. I wonder who yeah. bought it. Yeah, it's uh, still wonder who's gonna buy that tower. They have yet to answer. That. Wilson Fisk, Reed Richards, Norman Osborn. I don't know. Possibilities are endless, though. Yeah, but, uh, we, we'll probably make a whole episode on on this. We we can honestly make a whole episode on this. Oh yeah, but now but now I'm just thinking. Uh, but I will say to this though, for Spider Man Homecoming, that was a great movie. Especially the twist that because they said her name was Liz Allen, that her father was yeah. was the Vulture. Like, because honestly, I remember like I had to go to the bathroom really bad. When I was watching my first time, so like I'm getting up, like I'm walking down the aisle. I'm walking out to like get to the, like I'm sitting in the middle of the aisle, and I had to walk to get to the side to 
to walk. I was thinking, okay, he's just getting ready. He's the monster of him getting ready for the homecoming. It's probably not going to be any important. Literally, is the second I get to the aisle, I see the door open. I see Vulture. I'm like, oh, shit. Never mind. And I have to go back into the... And I go back. Everybody's yeah. at me. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I'm sorry. It's a huge twist. Yep. And also, um, yeah, so I, I think that's uh, Spider-Man Homecoming in a nutshell. But uh, yes. Hmm, but I wonder... Uh, I was gonna say let's uh, let's hop to November see uh, see what's over there as well. So, yeah, everybody ready? Ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whoa. Well, we're still in New York. At least I've gotten better. So we're still in New York. We're getting used to it. But hey, it's uh, look where we are right now. It's a uh, Sanctum Centaurus. But I'm just wondering, uh, what? I'm just trying to figure out, uh, do, is, does anyone know what kind of movie that took place uh, during this uh, period? Thor, love it. No, no, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Thor Wrong Ragnarok. Phase. Ragnarok. This is a hands on the best Thor movie, directed by Taika Waititi. Oh, yes. So, yes, we obviously get the returns of, like, of Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Anthony Hopkins as, as Odin. But, of course... The thing is, though, Natalie Portman does not return as Jane Foster for this movie. Oof. But of oh, course, we got Benedict Cumberbatch back as Doctor Strange. Yes, following we up the end credit scene of Doctor Strange of him and Thor talking. Because I remember watching the end credit scene for Doctor Strange and I see Thor. I'm like, wait, what? <gasps> wait, what? I actually love how, and of course, we also got the debut of Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Um, and Jeff Goldblum as the Grand Master. Taika Waititi as Korg. Oh, and also the return of Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, a.k.a. The Hulk. Finally finding out what happened after Age of Ultron. He got sucked into the yeah. to one of the vortexes and entered upon Sakaar. And we also yeah. got the debut slash ending of, of, oh my god, why am I blanking on her name? Who's the villain of this movie? Hello. Played by Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, Blanchett. thank you. I, I, kept, I, I almost said Kate Winslet. I'm like, no, oh, no, no, not Rose from Titanic. It's oh, not Rose God. from Titanic, no. Kate Blanchett. And, also, and of course, we also have the debut of Clancy Brown as Surtur. Yes, sir. This movie was insane. That Because like, it opens up and it's like, okay, yeah, so we're not doing the Infinity Quest. Uh, so we're, doing, mm. we're doing Ragnarok. The, uh, Thor somehow knows that Loki... Well, Odin is Loki in disguise. Oh, yeah, and Idris Elba yeah. is back in time, doll. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. I also just love when they go back and there's, like, that whole celebration of, like, Matt Damon playing Loki in, like, a recreation of Loki's, quote-unquote, death from Thor the Dark World. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I will say to this, though, the something, like, really... I mean, Thor has come a long way. Since yeah, in this movie, he loses, his, he loses his yeah, dad. he loses his hair. He loses his hair. His luscious he, well, he gets him back. His luscious locks. Yeah. His eye. Yeah, yeah, he got stabbed in the eye. Thanks a lot. Sister. Ella. And they have to destroy Asgard. Courtesy of, of course, you know who. Zerker. So, in order yeah. to defeat Hela. But also, also we, saw, we saw what Fenrir. We also these are friends. Dez and Troy. We're together they destroy. Mm-hmm. Courtesy of Scourge, played by Carl Urban. Yes. Also, another thing I do want to quickly mention is oh my god, yeah, wow. oh, it's uh, got Fenrir in this, the giant wolf from Norse mythology. So that was pretty cool. Oh, they also paid off that 
Easter egg from the first Thor movie because in Odin's vault, we see the Infinity Gauntlet in the first Thor movie. And this one, Hela is like fake and just pushes it over. Mm-hmm. Which raises the question of mm-hmm. if it was forged recently, like after the events of Thor Ragnarok, why did Odin have one? Yeah. They that's, actually did come out and say it was, it was, they said it was something in the sense of where the Infinity Gauntlet was like a myth, but there was no real gauntlet made yet. Also, uh, guys, do you smell that? I think I smell some uh, some some burnt lava coming from Asgard. It was like it's gone. There's nothing there. Nothing oh, there. God. And this movie ends with Thanos' ship, the Sanctuary Two, appearing to the to the ship. Well, the foundation of, of Asgard is gone. Sorry. Also, one thing I want to mention that was like yeah. this, the comedy worked perfectly in this movie. Yeah, that like, that was that, a that was a great one from yeah. uh Intaika. Like not only that, but the story Thor said about Loki turning into a snake and snapping him, that was improv by Chris Hemsworth. Oh yeah. That and wasn't also, a script. Um, he just talked, he just started talking, and they left it in the movie because they thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, um, I feel like uh I feel like, I feel like we should get out of here because yeah. uh Russell like Banner we... back us. He's actually talking as the Hulk. We have to see reference to Better Ray Bill. Yeah, but also, um, oh crap. We should. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think we should jump? I have an idea. Probably someone that wouldn't think to look. A remote nation. We go to 2018. A remote nation nobody knows about. All right, let's go. Let's go. Go, go, go. Okay. Welcome to Wakanda, boys. Oh, yeah. Wakanda forever. We are. At this point, we are at Black Panther. Yes, released in February of 2018. Yes. February 16th. Boy, was this a good movie. Oh, yeah. Yes, we got Chadwick Boseman reprising his role at from Captain America Civil War as T'Challa, a.k.a. Black Panther. Then we also got Letitia Wright as Shuri, Angela Bassett as Queen Ramonda, the Michael B. Jordan as the as the movie's villain Killmonger, Andy Serkis returns as Claw as Ulysses Claw. Martin Freeman comes back as Everett Ross. And what to say about this film? I mean, I think I think it really sums up a, a lot about Wakanda and how T'Challa plays his role in the MCU. And and I gotta say, the fight between Killmonger and Black Panther was, was such was was something of a battle to see. Yeah, it was like cousin. Minus, was the, cousin. minus the terrible CGI. Yeah, the CGI wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that, that bad. bad. I'm, not, I'm not praising it. But uh, also, but Claw. Yeah. I feel like they killed him off too early. He could have been the villain yeah. of the whole movie, and they could have saved Killmonger for another movie. Yeah, they could have done that, but and eh, what can you do? Either way, like, a, but yes. Also, there's also a theory going around when we got the when we got word that the second movie will. The, which was originally Black Panther 2 originally with Chadwick Boseman was going to be called Kingdom of the Deep. Namor was always going to be in that movie. And the theory was that Killmonger was alive because they said bury me at sea. So the theory is that Namor found his body and revived him with the vibranium he had. Okay. That would have been a cool twist. I'm not going to lie, but anyway, it falls where it may is. The end credit scene, we get to the White Wolf has rested long enough. And Sebastian as Bucky Barnes. Now known as the White Wolf and not the Winter Soldier. As he has now been free of this thanks to the help of Io and the Dora Milaje. 
Yep. Also, um, one thing other just to mention about this, because also Wakanda also gets opened up to the rest of the world. Why do yep. we travel to this point if we we're trying to stay in secret from something chasing us through through quantum? Yeah. Space? yeah. Also, wait a minute. Oh no, I I think I think our quantum things. Uh, what's, what's going on? Mine's spritzing too. Oh no! Oh no, guys! Brace for impact! Name. Brace for impact! Dodge now! What have we just gotten ourselves into? What just happened? Oh no. Oh no. It pulled us to the wrong to its date. It pulled us to April to April 27th, 2018. Um Oh no. Oh no. Guys, the world half the population is gone. Whoa. What happened? Who could have done this? Like uh, who could have done this? Three points. Three points. Who is this mad maniac responsible? Who is and the who's chasing us? Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Our transmission is getting cut off. No! 